right. We're talking about the divine assignment. He said that we were put here to do something that only we can do in a, in a way, in a fashion that only we can do it. And if we, if we die without completing our divine assignment, the world will have a void. Right? The only way to execute at the highest level we can is by finding what our divine assignment is and completing it. Right? So, now we want to talk about what could be like the true the true value of the divine assignment. And it is what separates greatness from, from average. It separates, it's, it's even what separates the elite from the great. It separates the legends from the elite. And that's your relationship with limits. Mm. Right, because there's, there's two dimensions of, of having a great relationship with, with limits, right? It's, it's simultaneously removing your own limitations while setting external limitations. Or, as let me say it better, removing your internal limitations and setting your external limits. You want to be elite but the, the path to elite is a narrow one. Something is narrow, that means it has very strict limits, right? So, this is where a lot of people mess up. <clears throat> because just because you can do anything doesn't mean that you should do it. Right? And that's the problem with giving people too much freedom too soon. Is why we say, is freedom without responsibility slavery? We could have changed that question to, is freedom without limits slavery? Mm. Right, if, if, if I give you something and I don't give you a guideline, a limit, to how you can use it, you become a slave to it. Because Apple gave us smartphones with no limits. You can use it however you want to use it. I would say that we slaves to our phones. Right, so the divine assignment is there to, to give us a limit. That yeah, you could probably do anything that you want to do. But you can't. Because... Doing whatever you want to do will prevent you from doing what your assignment is. Right? I think one of the one of the one of the things that they do in colleges that they shouldn't do is they allow eighteen year old kids to pick their classes. And you know, some some of these people they they some some of these kids they they'll pick classes based on something stupid. Right, because you walk out and you give you give people all of these freedom, and 
you, you don't give them any perimeters and they end up way off. And what, what makes a man great, their ability to limit themselves to one thing. Right, when you go and you look at that, the, the great athletes or the great businessmen, they're bored. They get up, they work, they read, they may eat a little bit, they may go, they may go see a friend or two, and they go to sleep. But you call that boring, I call that limits. See, they have the confidence that they can do and accomplish anything, but the limit to know that how they're going to be most effective is by doing one thing. And if you're going to execute, you can't execute doing multiple things. Right, the studies have already shown you can't multitask. What it is is your brain constantly switching back and forth. And while you're multitasking, you're doing neither task well. Don't that sound like a lot of us in our pursuits? Right, we live in the era of the slasher. I'm an actor slash musician slash dancer slash clothing line owner slash. All you got to do is go look at go look at the forest list. I know, I know it's money. Money ain't everything. But money does tell us a lot of things about how the world works. What is Bill Gates' slash? You don't got one. Now, we telling me that Bill Gates wasn't smart enough to, to run multiple companies at the same time? I bet you he was. But he only ran one. Tim Cook don't run no other companies but Apple. Limits. If you want to be great in life, it comes with you setting limits for yourself. And we do... You know, and, you know, if, I, if, I, if I can get personal, I've always been good at setting limits for myself. Um, not really because of anything, you know, it's because of how I, how I um, interpreted a situation in my life. But my parents were really good at, you know, especially when I got around, got around private school kids. Private school kids have, have a lot less limits. Um, one of the things they always told me is, I don't care what they do, you can't do it. Mm. I don't care what they do, you not doing it. And me hearing that, as a, as a 12, 13, 14 year old, it made me immune to peer pressure. Because see, the limits are not there to restrict you, they're there to protect you. The limits are not there to prevent you from doing something. They're there to protect you from the negative impacts of doing whatever you want to do. So I couldn't go out with my friends. I don't care what they're doing. You can't do it. And, and you can tell how great a person is in a certain area in their life by their limits. Right. 
Dwayne The Rock Johnson has a very strict diet. You can tell by his physique. I know, yeah, he's famous for the cheat meals, but his diet is for his diet is very strict. His 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 morning routine is automatic. Again, you go look at the military; they operate in limits. Mm. You can't even wear your hair a certain way in the military. You can't have you can't have holes like earrings and stuff in the military. Again, I'm not telling you this. Because I have, I'm anti earring. I'm telling you this because it's something in your head gear that you got holes in it. It's going it's not gonna fit properly. So a lot of people they run away from their divine assignment because they feel like it's restricting them. Right? They may even know what it is subconsciously, but they're saying, eh, "What if I don't want to do that?" Mm. And and. And, and they try to act like, look, you know, it's, uh, I want to put this, especially when it comes to the church, the Christian church and all that stuff. Right? We say, okay, well, I'm saved so I can live however I want to. The answer is no, you're saved. So I'm going to put you these limits here to protect you from the world around you. Because if you, if you, if you don't stay within these limits, whether they be rules and rituals and routines, whether they be in certain mindsets, or you can't consume that, you can't eat that, you can't stay up past this time. It's because when I let the when you start to let the world, the world of mediocrity of average of, of conformity, seep into you, or seep into you, it corrupts you. That's how the one person makes it out the hood with all the gang violence. I'm not letting the gang culture corrupt you, so I gotta keep you. I gotta keep you right here. I don't care what they're doing. You can't do it. And I think as we grow up now, especially the especially the, the kids that are eight, nine, ten years old, or even seven, six, seven years old. They're growing up with less and less limits. And the problem, because you know, you, you don't want to be too strict of a parent. You want to let your kid express themselves how they want. No. The early years where you go, where you get that, where you get them limits. Beat your kids. I don't don't abuse them, but you have to let them know where their boundary is. Because once you know where the boundary is, then you can start to blossom in that boundary, right? We, we put the flowers in a flower pot. Mm. So that the so that the roots don't, don't go crazy because if the roots begin to spread and they don't go in a certain direction, go within their limits, the flower don't grow up. Everything in life has a limit to it. Because, quite frankly, human beings are incapable of living without limits. And, and that's what the divine assignment is for. The divine assignment is not to tell you you can only do one thing, 
divine assignment is to say, if you want to be the optimal you, I have to put this limit on what you can do so that you can do it so well that you can give the world what, what you're designed to give it. You only got to run one company at a time. You can only do one thing at a time. Again, like, you know, that for the average people that that sounds, but even for the great people, limits, limits help too. Right, again, there's a story about Kobe Bryant, because uh, you ain't know by now, a huge Kobe fan, huge fan of the mama mentality. Um, he was 11 years old. He was the worst player in Philly. First basketball player in Philly. Like he played on a summer league team, didn't score one, didn't score one basket, not a free throw, not a layup, nothing. And by 13, he was playing against 15, 16-year-olds. How did he do it? He put limits on his preparation. For the next three months, I'm just doing one skill. I'm just practicing on one skill. Right now, we know that that's called deliberate practice. But even deliberate practice is limited practice. Mm. I'm only practicing on one thing. And, I, and I'm mastering the fundamentals of that one thing before I move to the next thing. And we, we live in a world of instant gratification. So when you say limits and you tell them to slow down and only work on one thing at a time, people get it's out of shake. You know, it's like, no, nah, I, I can't not move at a certain speed. But your relationship with limits will determine the length of your legacy. If you love limits, your legacy will be long. Four L's. If you love limits, your legacy will be long. Again, there's a difference between limits and limitations. The limitations are an internal concept. We don't want to love limitations. We want to remove every limitation possible. But limits are external. Right? Because as you get up, as you get up higher and higher, you're going to get good ideas that you have to turn down. Mm. You're going to get fantastic opportunities you get to say no to. You're going to meet a wonderful woman that's not your wife. And you're going to have to say no. You're going to have to build the skill of intentionally putting limits around your life. Right? Because, again, we don't see ourselves as kids. Right? Because if you had a kid, you would put all kinds of limits around them. You wouldn't let your kid play in traffic. Yeah, they can. But you wouldn't. Why? And just because you can don't mean that you should because I know the dangers out there. And what if by your divine assignment, God is telling you the same thing? I know you want to do that, but I know the dangers that come with doing that. So do this instead. I know you want to go over there. I know what's over there. 
can stay over here and do this instead. And the sooner that we accept the divine assignment and we place our roots in those limits that come with the divine assignment, the faster we can grow to be who we were all capable of being. 